Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to a special Summer Nation Series preview podcast. This is something I plan to run throughout the World Cup, so no better time to launch it than before a clash between Ireland and England. It's been a week clouded by contrasting storylines. England lost, gained and lost Talisman Owen Farrell once again to sightings in the space of a few days. Ireland trimmed their squad by five and Keith Earls was announced as being set to win cap number 100. All of that was before Thursday. With me to look ahead to this one is English fan Tom Grantham or Prem Rugby News as he is on Twitter. Welcome to the podcast, Tom. Thank you for having me. No worries at all. It's good to have you. Um, before we start looking forward, we we kind of have to look back and get your thoughts on the Owen Farrell saga as it stands as a hearing coming next week. So what's your thoughts on, on how the situation has unfolded? I mean, for, for me, uh, I, I thought as soon as as soon as it happened, that it was a it was a red card. I thought that'd be us missing him out uh, for the majority of the World Cup, uh, if not all of it. Um, because, uh, as we all know, it, it is uh, is a common occurrence these days that Owen Farrell uh, does tend to tackle with his uh, shoulder to someone's head. Um, so I I did think it was a red card, um, and then the subsequent removal of of the red card, uh, and obviously now that's being uh, looked at again. Uh, I think it's all just. It's all a big mess, um, and I think that there will definitely be questions asked, and we might potentially see some law changes as a result. Uh, because yeah, it, it is all uh, it's all yeah, all a big storm, um, and we don't really want that going into the World Cup. No, it's it's it is a bit of a mess, and it's just dragging on now at this stage, but. Was if they came to the right conclusion in the first stage, maybe we wouldn't be here. But we we talked about Owen Farrell and England's World Cup hopes in a recent podcast, which is already in my channel. So I would link that below, and we'll just get stuck into this weekend now. With um, we'll start with England, the visitors. So they have named a full strength side this week. 
For those who haven't seen it, it lines out as follows. Front row of Ellis Genge, Jamie George and Will Stewart. Marwa Toje and Dave Ribbons are in the second row. The side is captained by Courtney Laws, a blindside flanker, who is alongside Ben Earl and Billy Vonapola. The back line sees Ben Youngs and George Ford, a half-back. Manu Tuolangi and Joe Merchant anchor the centres, with a back three of Elliot Daly, Anthony Watson and Freddie Stewart. The bench consists of Theo Dan, Joe Marder, Kyle Sinclair, Ollie Chesham, Jack Willis, Danny Kerr, Marcus Smith and Ollie Lawrence. So first of all, Tom, what's your thoughts on uh, this English 23 and how it stacks up in terms of going full strength before the World Cup? Yeah, I, I think that is what it is. I think it's, as, uh, it, it's fairly close to, uh, to full strength. Uh, and I think against Ireland, that's what we're going to need. Uh, I think, obviously, we, we'll, we'll talk about the Ireland team later on. Um, but I think regardless of, of who they named, uh, I think we'd need to play our strongest to, uh, in order to be able to compete with them. Uh, I think it'll be nice to see George Ford uh, at 10 um, and obviously not having Owen Farrell outside him um, because that's something we haven't seen for a while. Uh, and club mate Manu Tuolangi, they work together well. Uh, they've got history of working together, whether that's through England or when they were both at Tigers. Um, and obviously it's it's great to see Oli Chesson back on the bench uh, after such a big injury uh, in the Six Nations. There's, there's some interesting selections in there, as you kind of alluded to. I just want to touch on two or three, if you don't mind. So we'll start with um, Courtney Laws is named at six with Ben Earl at seven. Jack Willis is among the replacements, Lewis Ludlam and Tom Curry not involved this week. Do you think one of them, maybe not Laws, as he is captain, he's an experienced player, but do you feel like maybe one of Earl or, you know, maybe Willis, maybe Ludlam, maybe Curry will, will miss out on the, on the you know, kind of breaking into the first 23? Or, or what would be your starting back row? Because it's been a position of, of flux for England. Yeah, it's it's definitely one that, uh, it sort of changes for me uh, weekly. Uh, from what I want. Um, but I think, I think Billy Vonapola hasn't been offering enough uh, for England for quite a while now. I think he, he had a wonderful uh, premiership season, but he just doesn't seem to have uh, the, the work rate that, that you need uh, internationally anymore. So I would probably look at playing Benno as your eight. Um, and then, uh, probably Jack Willis at seven instead. And I think, yeah, you, you keep Courtney Laws in there because he's experienced. Uh, he, he offers the the line-out um, threat that we need. Um, so, yeah, I think he I think he has to stay. Would you be looking at him as a as a second-row option or as a blindside flanker? Because he is, he is 33, 34 years of age now, so it, it's... It would be testament to him if he can still do it at, at flanker. But would you see him in the row or at flank? I I, I think he has to stay uh, at flank because I I think our strongest team has Oli Chesham in it, um, and obviously Maratoje, even though he's not, um, he, he's not been as impressive uh, internationally um, recently. I th- I think he he. he sort of has to stay in the team as well. So, yeah, Courtney Laws at six uh, is probably how we'll, we'll go into the World Cup. 
just finally on, on that team on that starting team this the spine of the English team has been talked about a lot you mentioned the number eight position but halfback is is an ever-present question Farrell and Van Portley started last week both unavailable this week so it's Youngs and Ford the old Leicester pairing with Tulangi at 12 as you as you touched upon where would you like seeing them go in that direction because it has been one that has had a lot of change. Bar maybe nine from Portfleet has fairly nailed it down, but it's been Smith, Ford, Farrell, it's been Tuolangi at 12, Farrell at 12, um, Ollie Lawrence at 12, who is on the bench as well. Which, like, I suppose, what what would be your kind of starting midfield there? Yeah, that, that, that's been a, a bit of an issue for us um, because obviously Borthwick's come in. Uh, he's not had enough time with the squad to sort of work out what he needs. So that's what he's, he's, he's using these games for. Um, I think if uh, we'll, we'll work on the assumption that Owen Farrell's available, even though he, he might not be. Uh, I, I think in, our, I think in our strongest team, you still have the Ford Farrell axis. I don't think, um, I, I don't think we used it recently enough to sort of judge whether it whether it still works or not. Um, so I, I, I think yeah, you, you have Ford at ten, Farrell at twelve, and then I think your scrum half has to be Ben Youngs. Um, this this sort yeah sort of a controversial one because quite a few people think he's uh, he's past his prime now, uh, and perhaps he is, but we just don't have the the developed youngsters uh, to be able to get into the team. And that just boils down to Eddie Jones not giving them game time. And obviously uh, now Borthwick doesn't have enough time to to get any of them introduced. And now Jack Van Portfleet is out for the whole World Cup. So, yeah, I, th- I think you have to stick with, uh, with Ben Youngs. And then I'd potentially go uh, Alex Mitchell on the bench uh, to offer that speed and uh something different uh when you're trying to claw back a a, a loss or something along those lines and we'll just we'll move on to Ireland now we'll get into the game itself in a minute so Andy Farrell has made 15 changes from the win over Italy headlines includes a start for Connacht's Keen Prendergast Leinster out half Ross Byrne and the man himself, Keith Earls, primed to win cap number 100 from the bench the Irish side reads as follows it's an all-Leinster front row of Andrew Porter, Dan Sheehan and Tyke Furlong. James Ryan is captain at lock alongside the imperious Tyke Byrne. Munster's URC winning captain Peter O'Mahony is back, as is Josh van der Fleer alongside Keane Brendergast in the back row. Jameson Gibson Park partners Ross Byrne at halfback with Bundyaki and Gary Ringrose in, in the centre. And the back three consists of James Lowe, Matt Hansen and Hugo Keenan. The replacements are Ulster's Rob Herring as hooker. Munster's new call-up, Jeremy Luckman, is also there alongside Finney Bealham. Joe McCarthy, Caelan Doris, Connor Murray make up the rest of the bench, as do the Munster pairing of the young Jack Crowley and the ever-present Keith Earls. So from an English point of view, Tom, obviously this Irish squad is world number one, but where would you rate them? What would make you you fearful coming into this game? Uh, absolutely. I'd, I think uh, I'd be delusional if... If I said that wasn't scary, uh, I don't. I don't think it's it's, it's your strongest, um, but it's certainly very very strong. Uh, 
on the on the most part a first choice um, backline, uh, which will be scary uh, because we, we we simply don't have uh, the, we we don't have the the strongest defense um, currently. Obviously, uh, Kevin Sinfield has, has has put a lot of work in since the Six Nations um, to sort of get it up to speed, um, but. When you're defending uh, world class players uh, that the Ireland have, uh, you just, some, sometimes you just, you just can't. Um, and then obviously the pack is uh, ridiculously strong, and that front row uh, I think will have a fun time uh, against SARS. It's it's an interesting one, really, to, that you mentioned front row. I was going to get into it because the scrum battle. Last year was won by Ireland, or, or this year, even back in March. The year before, England won that, even though an awful lot of 50-50s went England's way that day. It was more dominant than it was, but still a dominant showing. For an English side, you know, obviously Wales had their set-piece issues last week, and they've they've really struggled to fire an attack. How important is it that they can get even just some sort of parity against what is a impactful it's it's a robust front five that Ireland have, but it's very impactful as a piece as well. Yeah, I I think I think obviously set set piece uh, when it when it comes to an England Ireland game is, is very important. Uh, well, any game to be fair, um, I think we. We we've ironed out the issues that we had in the first test uh, when it came to the line out. Um, obviously, Jamie George is is, is now starting again uh, rather than our our two youngsters. Um, but I, I I don't think we will get the the scrum dominance that we need um, because George Ford is is a class a class ten, but. Um, if if you go if you're going backwards uh, in the scrum, then he 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 won't be able to run the game how he was able to in the last twenty minutes last week. That's that's understandable, and I, I might just jump in here myself because obviously there's you know with more familiarity with the Ireland squad, but it you mentioned it is close to full strength. It is really, with the exception of maybe Kellen Doris on the bench, Johnny Sexton is obviously serving his suspension and really a toss of a coin between Aki and Henshaw but it's the first time that these lads have got a hit out that's obviously important to note as well you know the likes of Dan Sheehan Josh van der Fleer Peter O'Mahony Gary Ringrose Jameson Gibson Park and the entire back three are all playing their their first game in, in 10, 11, 12 weeks for some of them but the, I think the main talking point that a lot of people have mentioned here is half back and I suppose just first of all before I get into it Tom you're what would be your stance on the the Gibson Bar- Gibson Park burn access? Because obviously here at home we see Leinster doing well, and it's it's a settled one. But what's the impression over there amongst kind of English fans, or even having watched them in Europe and that? Yeah, I I, I think they're uh, yeah I think they're a class uh, class pairing. Uh, I, I I personally really like Jameson Gibson Park. I think he's he's probably up there with. Top three best scrum halves currently. Um, 
and yeah obviously it, it, as you say it's not your not your first choice uh, with sexton being uh, being banned but it's, it's certainly not a bad a bad option and and when you look at it from an english perspective where we don't really have other than george ford and um Owen Farrell, we we don't have that assured uh, younger fly half coming through, um, so it's yeah, it, it's certainly in a in a significantly better place uh, than than our halfback pairings are. And obviously for Ireland, they do have the the young prodigy on the bench as well in Jack Crowley, and he's expected to go. He's in great form. Conor Murray, the the astute halfback partner for him on the bench and I, I spoke about it recently in a recent pod here with Harkin on Rugby about his importance in the Ireland squad um, and then you know the the rest of the bench an awful lot of it names itself but Keith Earls wins his 100th cap for those who don't know I'll have a link for it below I wrote an article about Keith Earls for this week um, about the man that is just an absolute legend in Irish Rugby and he, he deserves to get the, the hero's applause when he comes on and I hope anyone who's there will will hold up that end of the bargain but just on on the game itself Tom you know where do you see this one being won and lost but also as well as that what do England need to do to kind of show that they're they're turning the ship around because the last two weeks were were pretty they were pretty facile to be honest they they were not fun to watch yeah uh, I, I I'm not expecting uh I'm not expecting us to win this game but it, it it would be nice to sort of see see some just something different in attack uh, because current currently are uh, we're not we're not showing anything in attack that that, that might be uh, that might be us trying to hide things but it it, it doesn't look that way uh, it, it it looks disjointed um, and it. I, I I'm just hoping that we we, we at least uh, put up a fight, um, and I'm hoping that it's not won by uh, a red card that uh, wasn't deserved, like the uh, the match back in the Six Nations. Not a controversial opinion. I would I would disagree, <laughs> but we can we can park that. But I suppose you did talk about the attack there. England have they've really failed to fire a shot of late um whereas Ireland you know scored four tries in three of their four of their five six nations game it really it really is different so from England then in terms of you know putting up a fight is it about slowing Ireland down or is that even of itself kind of a, a testament to how they're playing the game at the moment that they're almost dragging teams down to their level because it's they look like a team who are in the very early stages of a coaching ticket, which they are, but it's probably not what you want to see, you know, four weeks out from a World Cup. No, I, I, I think it, it, it would be nice to, uh, to slow Ireland down and and try and keep keep the score at a minimum. But I think I think Ireland will, uh, unfortunately, uh, have a lot more than than what we can uh, deal with uh, and prevent. So I, I'd like us to. I'd I, I'd i just like us to to show something in attack. Um, I I think defensively, um, it it would be nice to uh, to be solid. But I think even if we're 
uh, firing at nine out of ten, ten out of ten uh, in defence. I, I I think that the the power, the pace, it's just everything Ireland has uh, will just overwhelm us. Um, and yeah, I, I think we will end up letting through uh, a few too many than than we can score, um, especially considering past two games we scored one try uh, and it was from the mall. And I'm not sure how much more success we're actually going to get against Ireland. Um, so, yeah, I, I think other than that, um, I, I think we'll struggle. Fair point. It's one that I was going to make as well, that England, aside from the mall, have kind of, kind of struggled, you know, like they scored a more try against Ireland in the Aviva that day as well. And I suppose finally, so getting into predictions and all that, like you're obviously foreseeing an Irish victory, but in terms of margin and, and style of game, where I suppose we talked about where it'll be won and lost, but where where do you see Ireland? How much do you see Ireland winning by even apologies? Uh, I think Ireland will win by a, a decent margin. I, I think they will be sort of uh, in in the driver's seat for the majority of the game. Uh, I think I've I, I have quite a lot of faith in in, in George Ford. I think he will. Uh, he will be able to uh, sort of steer us a little better uh, in, in in attack, um, but unfortunately, I, I I don't think it'll be enough. So I th- I think potentially a, a fifteen twenty point margin, um, but as I say, it, it would be nice to see us score some tries um, and get get something working in attack that that we haven't had for so long. It's, it's stark when you put it that way. I would have said maybe ten points, give or take, but it, it could well easily be fifteen. You know, if, if England's attack doesn't fire, as you said, and Ireland's does, but be interesting to see. But I suppose if you if you want a, a confidence boost, it's the fourth um, World Cup warm up game that these two sides have played. England have won the previous three, so including yeah. two two in Ireland. So, or you know, so there's, there's always that side of things as well, but. Tom, thanks very much for joining me today. Um, hopefully you, you do enjoy the game and the World Cup and we'll have you back on around then. But as always, thanks at home to everyone for listening. I'll be back next week with a recap pod for this game and the preview series. And as I said before, the link for the Keith Earls article will be down below, as well as the links for the channels and all that. So subscribe, tell a friend, like, share, whatever it, you want to do. It's all greatly appreciated. It does make a difference. But for now, everyone... Thanks for tuning in. Till next time, take it easy. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.